on page 20 at the bottom, the fifth page of this new Bible we just started. Just a quick recap. We ask questions. Um, this is a request. We say the, uh, the uh, first blessing before the Shema, which is a positive command to say the Shema in the morning and the evening. Before that, we preface the Shema with this, these two blessings. And the reason why we say Shema first before the, in, the, in the order of the three paragraphs, Shema, Vayim, Shema, and Vayim, is because in the Shema you have the idea of the oneness of Hashem, the love of Hashem, and learning Torah, which is Ikra Gadol Shahakal Talibay, the says, the main foundation which everything is dependent upon, everything is dependent upon in life. So before Shema, we say two blessings. And the first blessing, that's when we request, God of the world, please have mercy, with your abundant mercy, have mercy upon us. And Rachamecha, your mercy, refers to Hashem's essential mercy, meaning the mercy which stems, which derives directly from Hashem's very essence, infinite essence. So you have to understand why we specifically ask for Hashem's essential mercies. And also, why does it say this description about these essential mercies, Rabbim, the abundant? Rachamecha Rabbim, specifically. And in general, we have to understand that within these two blessings of Shema, we speak about this idea of requesting Hashem's mercy twice. Many times we, it's mentioned. It's mentioned twice, and the first blessing, like we just said, and the second blessing, and we say, "Please, uh, merciful Father, have mercy upon us." And the second blessing, which is uh, the blessing, which is the theme of Hashem's essential and eternal love for us, seemingly there is no need to request Hashem's mercy because, because of Hashem's automatically, because of Hashem's essential love He has for us, from that flows automatically mercy. Um, it's like a child and a, a parent. A parent has an essential love for the child. Automatically, he has a mercy and a uh, abundance of merciful kindness for the child. So why are we requesting that mercy in the second blessing, which the theme is already this essential love? Um, so we ended off that what's the in general? Why are we saying your essential abundant mercy and also? Specifically, why are we asking about this in the blessing of love, which seemingly we don't have to ask for mercy. It's already there automatically. But then we said, in general, to understand this, let's understand the source of the idea of Rachmim in a simple sense. So Rachmim in divinity, its root is in a very, very lofty, divine, uh, sublime level of divinity. And it comes on account of two reasons. One is because of the Deimimus, and that's what we speak about in this seat. And the second is because of the Hergish, the feeling of the other person or the empathy. Like we said, we see clearly that Rachmim comes comes because of Remus, because of the exaltedness, the removedness of, of the entity which have it's just having mercy. And whoever's higher, more removed from the subject of the mercy is going to have more mercy um, and more pity. That's uh, so we said the difference between the two different ministers. One minister is a lot closer to the king, a higher level minister, and a lower level minister. The higher level minister will automatically have greater mercy and in two ways. In the both, not only in the effect, the outcome of the mercy, will be a lot greater in the Sar Gobu, as opposed to the Sarkatan, meaning the will be greater the kamos, the greater gift, and a greater beechus, a lot greater echus uh, quality of mercy. We said we defined the echus as beruach mediva behind yafa beechav leiv. The way that this gift is given will be in a lot more quality, a real generous spirit and a real feeling of goodness and of, uh, just a general feeling of. Uh, generous spirit, whereas the Sarkatan, being that he is not as Merumim, he's not as removed from the subjects, therefore his mercy is not as great, therefore 
the effect, the outcome of the mercy is not as great the common sense of Echus. And also, not just in the, that's the pu'ul of the Rachim, but also in the actual etzimamida, the actual feeling of mercy within the star, within these people's hearts. The star government will feel a greater feeling of mercy, more pity upon the subjects than the star couple, being that he's more removed. And, and obviously the king, who the etzimtivoy, is very, inherently, in his very nature, he is totally above the nation and incomparable to the people of the nation. So therefore, everybody, in, compared to the king's eyes, is just totally pitiful and nothing, and therefore he feels the greatest uh, amount of mercy for them. Um, so we see that whoever is on whoever is on a higher level and more exalted and more removed from the subjects, there will be more mercy. The Rehmus is the reason for Rachman. That is the recap of Sifalas. Now, Sif base. Vihinei Oid Siba Yashna Amaviya Esarachman Hu Kechahergish the second thing we said, which brings to mercy, is the the power of feeling. That brings to mercy, meaning the power of your feeling of the other person, your empathy. The more empathy that you have for the other person, the more you can feel the other person and identify with their problems, the more you have mercy for them. The fact that the person feels the other person. He feels his matzot. He feels what he's going through. That somebody whose nature, by nature, he has more empathy. He has more empathy. He feels another person. He feels what the person is going through. Automatically, when that person, when that other person is experiencing a certain a joy, a a personal joy in his life, the birth of a child, etc., whatever it may be. So, even though it's not that person. The person that's having uh, the person that's menachem, he's not experiencing that joy. It's his friend's joy. But being that he he, he has the teva in nature, naturally he's, he's very empathetic. He feels a lot of empathy. He feels for the other person. Automatically, he also feels the same joy that his friend is going through, even though he's not ex- personally experiencing the simcha. Not only not only is the person participating in his simcha. It's even more so. Not only does he participate, he comes to his simcha, and he participates in the feeling of the simple, but even more so, being that he feels that person's joy so much, he feels that person what he's going through so much, so therefore, he's even able to bring simcha to, he's even able to rejoice, to bring joy to the actual person who the simcha happened to. Because he feels it so much, it could be that he's even feeling it even more than the actual person himself, and therefore he's even able to bring extra joy to that person. Not only is he restatis, he's there with him, he feels the joy. No, he feels it to such an extent, because he identifies with that person so much, he's in as to such an extent, where he can even add to that person to him, because he feels the joy so much. Like we see clearly in the natures of these people that have a very uh, strong empathy, and they feel other people, what they're going through. Because of the great development of their sense of empathy, this ability to feel other people, to feel what they're going through, and to identify with them because it's so developed by them. So they are able to to make greater and to broaden the greatness of the simcha that the person is going through. They're able to, break, they're able to bring about even more simcha to the Baal Simcha, because of the 
way that they truly empathize and they truly are able to feel what this person is going through. And it could be that they're even feeling it more than that person. And therefore, they're even able to bring a greater simcha. That person is experiencing the simcha, he should be the one that's had greater simcha. How could somebody else who's not experiencing the personal simcha bring more simcha to him? It must be because he is kecha hergish, is power of empathy, ability to identify with somebody is so great that he's able to feel that simcha even more than that person, therefore bring even more simcha to that person. To the extent that sometimes somebody whose whose sense of empathy is so developed, it could be that he will rejoice in the in the joyous occasion that his friend is experiencing even more than the friend itself that he's this personal simple is happening to happening to he will experience he will experience more joy than the actual balasimcha. And this is because of the fact that this person is his empathy is so developed, his sense of empathy is so developed, so therefore he's able to feel the depth and the inner core of what's going, what's going on. So because his Husha Hergish is so developed, therefore he really, when he feels something, he connects to that thing itself, to the core of that thing. Whereas the other person, the Bala Simcha, he might not really be feeling the core of the Simcha. He might just be feeling more of a outer layer of that Simcha. He doesn't really get what's really happening to it. He doesn't really connect to it. Whereas this person, he truly connects to this idea of what's happening, whether it's the birth of a child or a chasana. The Bala Simcha, obviously he's happy, but being that he doesn't have this Chusha Hergir so much, meaning his Chush of, his, of empathy, and ability to feel something is not so developed, so therefore he doesn't connect really to the essence of what's happening. Therefore he doesn't feel the great joy, whereas the other person, being that his kusha is so developed, he's able to connect to the true core of what's happening, the essence of what's happening, therefore feel more joy. Meaning, besides the fact that this person, whose kusha is so developed, is able to feel the bala simcha, is able to feel what the joy of the, um, of the person who's the simcha happening to, Besides that, he feels the reason for the simcha. He's able to feel the reason for the simcha. Not just he's experiencing the joy because he's experiencing the joy that that person is going through, but rather he's even experiencing the reason for the joy. So this person that's marrying off a child, he's not just feeling the joy oh, he's, that this bala simcha is experiencing because I'm so happy he's marrying, marrying off a child. He's feeling the actual siba of the simcha, meaning he's feeling why is this person happy? He's happy because of this chasana. So he understands that he connects to the, the deep core and the essence of this idea of marrying off a child. Therefore, that's why his simcha is even greater, because he's not just connecting to the simcha of the person that all the simcha is experiencing. He's connecting to the reason why that person is simcha. And he connects to that reason a lot more than the actual bala simcha. Therefore, he experiences a greater simcha, and therefore he's able to magdal mark the simcha of the bala simcha. Hergish uh, so this double, double feeling that the person is experiencing, this person who is hergish is very developed. What's the double feeling? Masha Margish Esizulose. The fact, one is the fact that he feels, it identifies with, he feels the other person. <clears throat> he feels the simcha of the other person. And Margish Sibas simcha. And he also feels the reason why the other person is besimcha. He ne tigdal simcha And therefore, since he feels both the person and the reason of the of the, of the person's besimcha, therefore his simcha is even greater than the actual Bala simcha himself. He's experiencing the simcha that this person is going through. That's one thing that's bringing him joy. And he's also experiencing 
the Simcha developed, that, that, that stems from, that derives from the reason of the Simcha. So therefore, he's a, he has a double Simcha, and that's why he's able to be Magdal, the Simcha, even of the Baal Simcha. So the so too, just like a person can feel who's very developed in his empathy, is able to feel the joy of another person, so too on the other, on the opposite, God forbid, when a person, when another person is going through a pain, not only does this person who's very developed, not only is he participating in the pain of the person, so whatever pain that person is feeling, that's the pain he's feeling, but also, his pain is the pain of that of the um, of the the, the pain the, the person that's going through the pain. That pain is the person's this other person's pain itself. He feels that very pain that that person's going through. Not only is mishtatif bitzari, which is meaning he, he goes, he visits him, he participates with him in his tsar. He he's there with him. He's listening to him. He's mishtatif. I mean, whatever he's going through. This is mishtatif means that I'm a partner. Meaning I'm not literally going through what you're going through. A person is just mishtatif. He goes, he tries to take away a little bit of the tsar by saying nice words to his friend. But not lavdafka, he's actually feeling and experiencing what that person is feeling, the tsar he's feeling. This person who's kechah is very developed, he actually experiences the same pain that that person is feeling. And that's what's bringing him pain. Not just that he is mishtatif, he's there for him. No, he's actually feeling it. He's experiencing what that person is experiencing. In truth, meaning according to Chassidus and according to what we're trying to strive for, the pain that another person is going through should actually touch a person, like it translates in, into Yiddish, it should actually touch the person a lot more than a person's own personal pain. That's the avoda that we're trying to um, reach, to be able to empathize and to be able to feel another person so much that that person's sar affects you even greater than your own personal sar. Why? Why is this that according to Torah and according to Aveda that somebody else's sar should be even greater should trouble you more than your own sar? Because on a person's own personal sar, his personal pain, tribulations, trials and tribulations he's going through, a person has to find reasons, justifications why, God forbid, a person deserves these trials and tribulations he's going through. That's what the Torah says. The Chazal say that we have to try and find on yourself, when it's concerning yourself, your own personal pain, look for reasons why there must be justifications for this. Like it says, there's no, there's no pain, tribulations that Hashem brings upon a person without sin. So concerning yourself, a person finds reason, therefore his star is not as great because oh, it's justified. When the tsar is not justified, when you can't find any reason for it, that's what really pains a person. So about yourself, you're supposed to find reasons why you deserve this. If a person sees that trials and tribulations, pain is coming to him, he should examine his deeds. There must be something wrong. He must be, he has to look into what he's been doing, his actions. Is everything really according to Torah? And the fact that he has Yisurim is a Zadaya, it's proving that he's really not. Therefore, there is a justification. The Chazal say you should, have to, you should justify, you should find these reasons and correct them, therefore, and take away the Yisurim. When a person will do a proper Cheshben uh, Tzedek, a proper accounting of within himself personally, look inside himself, and he examines his 
actions, his speech and his, and his thoughts. So then he'll find that, in truth, that these trials and tribulations which are, which are coming upon this, him, not only this, that they are justified, and they are just and they're right, that he deserves them because of his, um, because of what he's been doing wrong in his thought, speech, and action, whatever it is, against the will of Hashem. So he'll realize that he does deserve this. He'll actually realize even more that the, the pains that he's going through are actually a lot more merciful and kind than what he really, compared to what he really deserves. Both in his matters between him and his creator, between him and Hashem, and between his matters between him and his fellow man. That he'll realize that how a person's been acting, whether in his relationship with Hashem, his personal relationship just with Hashem, he is not fulfilling all his duties to Hashem. Or when it comes to the way he's interacting with people in business, etc., stealing, God forbid, all these different things, evades between man and man, he really deserves a lot more pain. So when a person does a proper counting of everything he's doing between his personal relationship with Hashem, with Hashem or his relationship with people, he'll find that these Yisurim, which he's, he's receiving right now, are actually, not only are they just, but they're actually a lot more kind compared to what he really deserves. Um, just like the Chazal say that Hashem does not withhold the reward of any creation, even the lowest creation, not just of a person, of a man, but of any creation, uh, the most lowly creation, Hashem does not withhold the schar of that, like it says about in the dogs that did not bark against the the Yidin when they were leaving Mitzrayim, and therefore, if they would, then it would have caused the ruckus, and they would have uh, the Egyptians would have come after them. So it says, Hashem says that uh, He does not withhold the schar of these dogs that didn't bark, make a commotion. Therefore, He gave them the the um, the nevela, the trefa you should give to the dog as a reward. So even the lowest creation, Hashem does not withhold a reward. So all the more so, obviously, for the Yidin. So, and just like it's, uh, it's regarding reward, So too, Hashem does not uh, with, withhold, Hashem does not over, oversee, overlook, is not mevater. He does not um, take away the tsar, the pain of any creation. Meaning if a, if a creation did something wrong, went against Hashem's will, Hashem will not withhold the Yisudim, which He deserves because of what He did. He will not mevater on that. Forgo it. He will not forgo it. Even for just a little speech that a person said something that shouldn't have been said, it wasn't fitting to be said. I mean, this is not saying the, you know, a, a speech which is forbidden, even for a speech which more fitting it shouldn't have been said. Like the story of Rebbe that he was sick for many years just because of something he shouldn't have said. It wasn't fitting to be said. Obviously, Rebbe wasn't a Veda. It was something, a, something that he, more fitting he shouldn't have said. It's pasnished. So we see that Hashem does not with um, forego the Tsar that a person deserves for something that only, a, obviously, an Veda, which deserves Tsar, like the Torah says, and that's the whole idea of Tsar but even for something which the little minuscule thing that a person would think, not just a big deal, 
no, it shouldn't have been said. Even Rebbe, who was obviously a huge tzaddik, shouldn't have said something. And he was sick for many years for that. So Hashem did not forego the pain that, that person deserved for the um, what he did. It's just like Hashem does not withhold the reward of any creation for something, even the littlest thing that he did good. And so all the more so when we're talking about the tsar of a the pain of a um, of a human, which is the most chosen of all of creation. Hashem does not forego this tsar that a person deserves. Uh, if if it's regarding even the most lowly creations, all the more so that a person does, that Hashem does not forego the tsar that a person deserves. And all of these different things that a person could deserve this tsar for is even the most very light things, which a person does not, in a person's own estimation, doesn't think it's such a big deal. And he dash by cave, he just he steps over them with his heels, and he doesn't he doesn't even realize he's doing these things wrong, and he doesn't even realize how severe they really are. Even for those little things, the person deserves to be punished and deserves to go through tsar for that, too atone for the person to cleanse the person's soul etc explains in other places why the idea of tsar not just for the sake of tsar but for the sake of cleansing the person or uplifting their soul but the point is that for a person himself he can justify he can always find justifications even for the smallest things he deserves Hashem will not forgo the tsar that a person deserves for these things so a person will realize for himself there's definitely a justification and really take, uh, the way that Hashem is treating me is actually a lot kinder than I really deserve so therefore the tsar for myself is not as big because I can justify it. And if you can find reasons for it, so that's already taking away a little bit of the tsar, because you see it's justified. And all the more so, when we're talking about other things, meaning things which are more than just uh, these light little evaders, the light things, which things that should not have been said, but are not evaders, all the more so a person gets tsar for other things which are more serious than just these lighter lighter evaders. Um, so a person will come to a conclusion that these trials and tribulations he's going through Hashem save us is actually a true kindness and merciful uh, from Hashem compared to what he really deserves and this is only a person's calculations about his own self his tsar that he deserves but when you're talking about another person you should only you can only look and this is what the way that the terror wants us to perceive another person only look at the good of the other person and your mitzvah is to find the good in that person to always to look judge favorably the other person find the good within him don't find the little bad things that he did and you have to you have a mitzvah to be join him in his pain like what you're speaking about to help him overcome his pain to be there for him to listen to him so therefore it makes sense that for another person you can feel even more the tsar um, like I said the tsar of Azulas has to touch a person a lot deeper and affect the person a lot more than the tsar himself because the person the other person you're not looking for the justifications of that person why he deserves the tsar that's not the way the terror wants you to perceive the other person you're supposed to look at the good find the good and to mishtatev in his tsar to help him overcome the tsar not by telling him what he did wrong therefore you need no you have to look at the good within him and therefore you have to feel a lot more pain because there's no justification here you're not looking for justifications for his tsar for yourself that's what you're supposed to do and therefore because therefore you that's how you're going to correct yourself and that's how you're going to overcome and grow as a person to look for the reasons why am i why am i deserving of this tsar and therefore correct them and overcome them and grow
But for the other person, that's not the way that Hashem wants us to look. He wants us to see the good in the other person. And therefore, you, you don't have any justifications. Therefore, you feel a lot more tsar on the other person because you're not looking for the reasons for it. When you have, when you find a reason, therefore, you don't feel as, oh, it's not, it's not as bad. That's, that's why it's happening to him. So I don't feel as painful. I don't feel as bad for the person. No, you're not looking for that reason. Therefore, you do feel a lot worse about the other person more than yourself. Somebody who doesn't have this, this capacity, this sense of empathy, it's not so developed by him. So he doesn't feel the other person's joy and he won't participate in his joy. He won't feel, he won't experience that person's joy. And also he won't, uh, he won't join the person in his pain. The person who really doesn't have this developed sense of empathy, he doesn't feel the other person at all. So, strong the other person as if it doesn't exist in that person's world. He doesn't see the person at all. His empathy is so underdeveloped that he doesn't even realize other people exist. All he feels is himself. And that's why he's not even truly participating with them at all in his tsar or his simcha. He doesn't have empathy, therefore he doesn't see the other person. All he sees himself. Ah, so why do you see that such a person who really doesn't have empathy? Sometimes we see that he's makadev zulasi. He's 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 he does nice things for him. He does him favors, etc. He tries to be nice to him. Who love? It's only when the when that person needs something from that person. I need something from you, therefore I'm being nice to you. Not because I truly. And be, I want to be nice to you because I, because you deserve it, or because I, 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 I experience your simcha, I experience your tsar, therefore I'm being nice to you. No, because I, I need something from you. It's not because it's not it's not because this person truly feels, truly empathizes, and can identify with that person, or that he that he considers him to be an important entity, an important being with in his eyes. That he takes up space in his world. Only because at this moment I need that person for a favor. I need him for something. Therefore, I'm going to do nice things for him. To get him basically to get the favor out of him. Not because I truly feel the person. When a person that has empathy. When he person has empathy. So he, he he's makar of the person. He does nice things because he he, he he truly feels that person. He feels his joy. So therefore he's mishtatif in his, his, his simcha or whatever it is. Being with the Simcha or the Tsar, that is a Kiruf. He's listening to him. He's there for him in his pain. He's there for him in his Simcha. Whereas this other person has no Koyacha Hergish. Why is he doing these Kiruf? Why does he come to his Chasana? Why does he come to his whatever, his good things? Why does he give him a gift at his wedding? Because he needs, he knows that maybe one day I'm going to need this person. Not because he truly feels that other person. Like we see this clearly by people that don't have empathy at all. They don't feel the other person at all. When they need some, when they need something from somebody, that's when they start doing, being nice to him. They bring him close. To them. They bring him close to, to the person, and they do nice things for him. They all of a sudden start smiling to the person. They show him a nice face, and uh, they try to relate to him. In conversation to develop a relationship not because they truly like the person or because they feel the person is a nice person they just because they want to get something from them only because they need the person it's 
So this you can't call this this type of kiruv when you you're just being kiruv because you need him. You can't call that uh, an idea of hergish of empathy because he's not feeling him at all. That person doesn't exist. It only exists right now because I need you. Just like you can't say that when a person needs to go up a very high mountain, he needs to use an animal to get up that mountain, a horse, donkey, whatever, to help him get up the mountain. So you, you can't say that this the fact that he's using this animal. He's showing the animal a certain kiduf. Uh, he's that's a that's a kiduf. I need you. I need you. I'm using you because not just because I need you because it's a kiduf. It's a certain type of kiduf. I'm using this animal. Obviously, you're not going to say that that either. He's 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 trying to befriend the animal. He just needs the animal to get up the mountain. So too, when you per, when this person he acts kindly towards other people, it's not because he really wants to be friends with them and he really is interested in them. It's just because he needs them. So this is the way that this person is approaching people, just like a person will, oh, I need this animal to get up the mountain. Obviously, he's not trying to befriend the animal here. So too, when a person is being, this person who has no koyach hergish, he has no empathy, he's not befriending these people because he really is interested in them just because he needs something from them. And somebody who does not have empathy does not feel for others. He doesn't know, he doesn't understand, he doesn't know what the person is lacking because he doesn't really feel them, so therefore he doesn't know what he's lacking. And therefore he won't be drawn with mercy, with feelings of mercy for that person. So a person who, this is what we started this whole point, uh, the second reason for Rachman, uh, which we said that um, Rachman comes because of two reasons, one of Reimimus, of being exalted, the, the higher the person is, the more removed he is from the subject, the more Rachman he feels, the more pity he feels for them. And the second thing is Hergish. The more that a person has empathy and feels that person's matzav, he feels that person what he's going through, the more that he will have mercy and pity for that person. So a person who doesn't feel the other person automatically also doesn't feel him, he doesn't know what he's mi- missing in his life, he doesn't know what he's truly going through, he doesn't understand his tsar. So Mamele, since he doesn't know what that person's going through, he's not going to feel he's not going to feel pity and mercy for that person. He only feel mercy if he realizes, oh my gosh, what this person's going through. If I was in that person's shoes, what would I feel? I would feel such a tsar. So Rachim is only possible if you feel if you can have empathy for that person. And the person who does naturally have empathy for other people. So he does feel the other, peop- the other person's lackings, and therefore he has mercy on that person to give him, to fulfill for him whatever he's missing. And this idea of ability to have empathy for others comes about on account of chokhmah and das. What does that mean? The das, who hergish. Das, the idea of das, according to is to connect, to identify with something, not just the um, bina, which is just understanding it, when you apply your koyach bina in your brain, you're just understanding the details and truly, you know, dissecting the idea so it makes sense to you. But das is now when you truly identify with it. You you connect to it through meditation, through truly deepening your mind, focusing to such an extent where you now you start to feel the concept and you start to truly identify with it. So this idea of of margish as this this development of your sense of empathy of feeling other people comes about because of Chachman Das, because you're true Das of something. When you truly identify with somebody and you connect yourself to them in your mind, 
to the extent which you feel exactly what they're going through, that's when you have this hergish, this empathy for the person. Dasu hergish. Until you have das, you don't truly have a feeling of whatever you're thinking about, of whatever you're trying to understand, or of the other person. Bina, you can understand something very well, but if you don't identify with it, it's not going to affect your emotions at all. You're not going to have emotions for it. You understand very well, like the famous muscle, um, a person understands very well why certain things, eating certain foods or doing certain actions, smoking cigarettes, the muscle is harmful for the person. He understands all the reasons he's seen, all the arguments, yet it doesn't affect him and he still goes on and does these harmful things. But when he has, that's because it's only reached Bina. But when it comes to Das, when he actually identifies with it, and usually that happens when he sees how this thing happens to somebody else. He sees it in action. He sees that the harmful effects um, that it, this, this action's had on other people, then all of a sudden he realizes and it hits him. Then he comes to a Das. And this can be achieved also just by truly focusing on this, these ideas that you have in your stage of Bina to the extent where you really start to feel them. So das is really the key, like it says in the um, in the zayar. It's the key for the emotions. If you don't have and if you don't identify with something, not just understanding it or truly identifying with it, which comes from truly focusing your mind on it very very deeply, you don't you won't have feelings for it. So so too, this idea of having margishes lusi empathy comes from das, identifying truly understanding truly deepening your mind on that person and what they're going through. So therefore, somebody who is a bar das gadol who has a lot of das, meaning he he either is born with more of this koyach das, his his das is more developed, his ability to identify with things, or he's worked on it a lot. So somebody who's a bar das gadol, from his very nature, his attribute, his feeling of mercy, will be a lot greater. And somebody who has a less developed uh, power of das, of identifying with people, of truly connecting with things or concepts or people or situations. So therefore, his also his feelings of mercy for other people will be a lot more, um, a lot smaller and a lot less. And specifically, especially somebody who's missing das. Somebody who truly does not have it. He was missing, meaning not only is his kayachadas not underdeveloped, but it's actually missing by this person. God forbid, Hashem save us, because those types of people, they don't identify with, at all with other people like we, we, we already see what they do. They use people just for whatever they need. Um, so, then his attribute, his feeling of mercy will be totally uh, hidden away within the confines of his soul. He won't fi- feel mercy for anybody. And, like, to the extent, like we said before, that a person can come to a, a, such a state that he doesn't consider people to be, really exist and take up any place within his mind. Um, <clears throat> so it depends on your development of your das, of your ability to identify with people. That will affect your ability to feel them, what they're going through, and truly not just to participate with their pain or their simcha, but to actually feel it, to feel what they're going through and not even feel the reason for why they're happy or why they're sad. All depends on das. who the reason for this is because now this is like the redefining the, the kitzer of everything we were talking about is that the, the feelings a person's feelings of mercy, of pity on somebody else is dependent on your empathy for that person which comes about through your through your ability to identify 
not just to understand what they're going through, but to truly identify, put yourself in their shoes. So therefore, there's three aspects here. There's the feelings of mercy, which is dependent on your ability to feel that person, what they're going through, the empathy for the person, which that is dependent on your mind, the kayachadas, the ability to identify with people. Because every emotion is, in the end, dependent on your mind, which the mind gives birth to, the the brain, the the um, intellectual process, <coughs> it was what gave birth to the emotions. So in the end, this ability to margish somebody, which is an emotion, to truly feel what they're going through, empathy is only, it's all dependent on your development of your das. So now, to conclude, and to re-summarize, there, we can conclude that there's two reasons for the feelings of mercy that a person will have for other people. One is because on account of the removedness, the exaltedness, the more removed, like I said, about the emotional of the Sodom, the more removed the um, the Menachem is from the subjects that he happens to be having mercy for, the more he feels pity for them, and therefore the more mercy he'll feel for them. And the base, the second reason is, that your feelings for mercy for another person comes on account of your of empathy, and your ability to feel what the other person is going through, which comes about because of your your ability to identify and truly feel and um, connect to what other people are going through. So that is the end of Sif Beis, explaining mainly, we've explained the second reason for Rachm, which is Hergish. The the ability somebody has to feel other people and what they're going through, not just to um, participate in their good occasions, their bad occasions, but to truly feel what they're going through. Which is the comes about because the spatchus, the development of a person's sense of empathy, of the ability to feel other people, which comes about, like we said at the end here, because of the das, because of your in your mind, this intellectual state of identifying with whatever a person is going through or whatever concept you're thinking about, not just understanding of it and understanding it, but truly identifying with it. I'll stop there at the beginning of uh, Sif Kimmel.